<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, you guys, and welcome to this week's Just a Sip. I'm here with somebody who is a veteran in the game. You have seen her on BET. You have seen her on MTV. You have seen her entertainment tonight. This woman has been kind of sort of the archetype to my career next to Wayne Brady. And I'm going to bring her on here. And we're going to talk about the ins and outs of what it's really like to be on some of the world's biggest red carpets. Please welcome TV legend, Roxy Diaz. First of all, Louisiana in the building, Louisiana. You Mm -hmm. always forget that. I always forget that. And it's so crazy because when I used to watch 106 in Park back in the cut, you know, I didn't think it was possible for us Louisianians to get there. You didn't know when I was on 106 that I was from New Orleans? I had no clue until you came and co-hosted Daily Pop that you were from New Orleans. Oh my gosh. I used to always scream 504, like all the I time. I just thought you liked Wobble Wobble. I thought that was your jam. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> quit. No, but yeah, but no, that was it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to be continued. I'm loving Cannonball right now. Thank you so much. Wait, so you have a crush on The Miz? Why did I not know this? By the way, I'm telling you, when I was watching Real World and Coral would go in on Mike, I would get so mad because I knew that Coral was mad because she wanted to get a little bit of Miz. You know what I mean? Right. Like she wanted to get in his business. First and, of all, right? he's the best person ever, Justin. You would love him. He Season two, Crossing Fingers, season two, come up to the set and come hang out with us. No, 100%. I interviewed he and his wife on um, Daily Pop one time, so I couldn't get too crazy uh-huh. and like be like, you know, I couldn't. But he is like the cutest. He has the best energy. He, does. he seems like he's just so funny and full of life. He is a superstar. You know what I mean? And but he shares his light. You know how you're in the, you hang out with big, big personalities and celebrities. Yeah. But it's one of those, no, come in the picture with me. Come hang out with me. Share my light with me. It's not like it's just me move out the way. You know, Lauren Hill is coming through the through the hallway. Everybody back up and don't speak, don't say, look down. It's, yeah. you know, Mike is like, come hang out. Be with me. Be a part of this. And he's so warming and welcoming. And I just love people like that. I know. And, you know, it's so interesting because you have gotten to meet so many interesting people people over the years. I mean, 
you know, starting out in radio and then moving to 106 and Park and then going to Fear and this and that, and you've done all <laughs> Take me back to 106 and Park. What was one of the most incredible moments that you feel oh, like wow. you had on that show? I would go like to the very, very, very beginning of 106. I think, and I was thinking back because they're just celebrating the 20 year anniversary of 106 and Park, which is absolutely crazy to me. Crazy. But I think one of our most epic moments was when we took 106 outside of the studio and we were in Brooklyn on a <gasps> rooftop Yes. With Nas and Jay-Z. It was epic. It, I, I still haven't seen production done like that for those two, you know. At that time, it was just like Nas and Jay-Z, New York, Brooklyn. And I felt so Brooklyn. I felt all of that. Like uh, the right? It was so good. And it was just a moment on the show. Terrence and I have been blessed to have so many great people. I mean, of course, we, we interviewed... President Barack Obama, you know what I'm saying? It was like so crazy. Talked about Halloween costumes with him. He that's how down to earth, and that's why he's forever our president and just so laid back. Madonna came to 106 in part. Wait, hold on. You're yes. not Madonna's white ass. We had Sade perform live on 106 in Park, even though the kids in the audience had no idea what was happening. <laughs> she only performs every 10 years, guys. This is a moment right now. This is really, really a moment. She's like Aretha. Like she doesn't go across a certain line. She doesn't come on stage unless, like, you know, somebody's getting married, and that somebody better be Nelson Mandela. Exactly. Exactly. So we've had some pretty epic, epic moments on on that show. I mean, One Hundred Six and Park was really a gateway for so much and for so many. Like you know, it just it's a shame that there's nothing similar to what that was. I don't think that there could be another 106 in part, but I think there could be things that are productively on that level. But, yeah, but that's the game. The video, the music video. Definitely. No more videos. No more videos. I remember the hype Williams era. Yeah. Elliot, even like the genuine, like, you know, just all of those production values and how amazing and how, you know, like you knew a, an artist because they were on the top 10 and it was a big mm -hmm. deal when yeah. somebody went from nine to four and came back and was number one, like four days exactly. later. I miss those days. I miss those days too. I, you know, I find myself listening to like Sirius XM radio a lot and I'll listen to the countdown that they create. And I just, it's kind of fun to hear, oh, this song was number four last week. Now it's up to number one and who's going to, that element is still good, but you know what? It was a level of exclusivity that that was back then that we weren't like we weren't flushed with so much content and so much information that it's like songs don't really get a chance to last that long or get, you know, into yeah. the Hall of Fame or whatever, because there's so much. Chris Brown will hit us with another one and another one. And then Khaled's right behind him. And then Drake, is, it's like, okay, okay, overload, overload. Let me breathe. I love it for my playlist, but yeah, let it breathe. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that someday, somewhere, there will be another version. To me, what's lacking is the standard, the higher standard that we held ourselves. You know, it 100%. wasn't crazy. We held ourselves to a level of... I'm not going to say maturity and I'm not going to say class, but it was just like, oh, prestigiousness. Like we're here. Let's give One, our best self. 100%. And not I feel like <laughs> IG, OnlyFans, 
all this ratchetness has kind of sort of, and not that it shouldn't be like, look. I'm all everybody, good for a good ratchet moment. I'm good for a ratchet moment. I'm I love good ratchet for moments. a ratchet moment. I'm here. Not all the time. Not all the time. Yeah. And I think what's happening is we're celebrating, and I'm not talking about you know, sex. And I'm not talking about people being, you know, talking about sex positive and, you right. know, making people like, you know, tickle that thing behind their throat. I'm all for you. I'm all here for that. Okay. Yeah. But I think there's this level and this underbelly of ratchetness that we have celebrated so hard that now it's become the one thing that people want. It's the normal. I want them to treat coming to see you and coming to eat the same way they would treat going to Fallon and going to, you know, Kimball or Trevor Noah, or you're not, you're, that's how it should be all the time. Like that yeah. level of, I'm going to put my best foot forward and that's it. That's my mm -hmm. best advice to all of these people that are doing their Instagram shows and their IG shows and their podcasts and blah, blah, blah. that's how you grow. It's not selling out. It's how you grow. It's how you grow. That's how you grow. Yes. And I tell this to people too. I'm like, you know, my motivation every single time that I walk into that studio is I want to be able to elevate the show to just a notch. Mm -hmm. Like that's always my thought process. Like what did I do last month that I can do better and bigger this month? Because mm -hmm. you just never know. Like I know my executives watch Daily Pop. They yeah. might have something else in their minds coming up. I want them yeah. to be able to look at me doing my job and say, oh, that guy might be good in that, in that spot. Like, here's the thing, though, Justin. You're so great at what you do because you're able to give personality, educated personality, tea personality, beautiful personality, I'm fine personality, the snap personality, and still be professional personality. That's a gift, baby. That's something that's really, really, really challenging to do. Still come across authentic and still be professional is-, is I appreciate is, it. I'm gonna give you your roses because we don't give our roses enough to people while they're here. So if there's You're one right. thing I learned about Chadwick, it's it's you gotta give people their, their, their roses while they're here. I appreciate that. And I coming from you who has, a lot of you guys don't realize this, the hosting game is small. The hosting pool of people working between LA and New York is very tiny. And your time span of you working in this industry is very limited. So is. For you to be able to work on BET, be on USA, do this thing on MTV and be able to put yourself out there. And I like to call it, I don't know if you feel like you have to do this sometimes, but for gay men, we have to code switch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You got to put on a different face for a different, crowd, a different audience. You got to adapt. You have to adapt. You have, I was called the biggest, uh, and, and and the number one thing I got when I left 106 in Park and I went to Entertainment Tonight was, uh, you sold out. What happened to your New York accent? What happened to, I'm like, it's called adapting to your environment, guys. I can't talk to George Clooney with swag. I can't. <laughs> He's gonna be like, who this bitch? Who this? You who know, like, who? You know, I can't who talk to Michael Bay. Like, what's up, Michael? Like, right. People get really mad guy. about it, and it's often like our own like communities. The Latin community probably got mad at you. The black community gets mad at me because, especially with this Black Lives Matter movement, you know, I think that people expect you to be harder 
on pe not people of not of color. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, why are you letting them off so easy? And I'm like, well, first of all, I'm so sorry. I'm just trying to walk them into the conversation before yeah. I blow their heads up with fire. buyer. And, and you do that so well, Justin. You do that so well. Thank you, you do so well. Because it's not, it's not easy. It's not an easy thing to do. And that's why like, I'm doing master classes, teaching kids how to interview, teaching people just interviewing skills. Because guys, it's not, it takes trial and error. I've errored. So what's your biggest error? I, I could tell you my biggest error. What's your biggest error? I can error? tell you, I will never in my life forget it. I'm going to say it because I remind myself about it every day. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of times in your career. And keep in mind, E was my first real interview type job. It was my first mm -hmm. correspondent job. And one time they put me on the carpet. It was a billboard music carpet. And uh -huh. when you're on a carpet that big, there's no like, it's not like a movie premiere where you know you're going to talk to six people, you know the six people, right, you know right the now. four questions for each person. This is iHeartRadio. It's in the middle of the day. There's like at least 50 people coming through. Mm -hmm. You have a stack of cards this big. And that you don't use because you're fumbling through them because you can't find which one you need. You get mine because everybody, it's like literally like, oh my God, hold on. This person's talking here. So now this, this person's person going to come. And, it's and like, you're looking oh. down the road and you see, you looking down the carpet because this person's about to come. So you have to hurry up with this person's, oh, they don't know. Okay, but go 100%. ahead. Go ahead. 100%. Thank you for setting that stage. <laughs> We're on the carpet and there was a question that they wanted me to add in because something had happened with another celebrity that was breaking news. She had a song with the celebrity that, that had just came out. Come on, say and, names. Well, I'm going to say it. BB Rexa was who I was interviewing. Okay. And someone's sister had just died that oh. day. And my producer was like, we have to ask about, you know, this thing. We have to ask about it. I mean, like, they have a song together. We have to ask about it. And and my gut told me, don't do it. Don't do it. But damn it, I was a people pleaser back then. I just wanted to do a good job. And I fucking did it. And what happened? And she was like, oh, why would you ask me about that? And I thought to myself, you know what? You're right. Why would I ask you about that? Why did I not listen to my damn self? And I felt so bad because, A, it was her night. She was nominated for a few awards. She was also performing. Like, why the hell did I do that to her? Like, uh. I was so upset with myself, but also it became the biggest blessing of my life because I learned a year and a half into my career, trust your gut, explain it later. Yeah. Child. What was yours? Whew. Worse. Worse. No. It's worse. So I'm at Entertainment Tonight at the time and we were doing a press junket for a Tyler Perry movie. I forgot which movie, what moment it was for Tyler Perry. And at the time, so I was always in good standing with the publicist, but the pu his publicist was like, Roxy, stick to the questions on the paper. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, but I know I'm gonna, we're gonna have fun and whatever like that. It's Tyler Perry. He's familiar with me, you know, like we have a history or whatever. Yeah. And so he had just did the DNA test about his father, that whole story yeah. had just came out. They specifically told me, do not ask about no. 
mind you, we were at the same PR firm at the time too. Tyler Perry and I were at the same PR firm. And this publicist was like, looking at me like, Roxy, do not. Don't do it. And I have my producers like, you gonna do it, it was the worst place to be in as a reporter. Cause you're like, I don't know what to do. My job is on the line if I don't ask this question, but if, but what do I do? Like at the same time, Tyler Perry ain't paying my bills either. So right? it's like, what do I do? But I don't want to mess up a friendship either. So I asked the question. Oh my God, what did he do? He 100% he was very professional and you know, he kind of indulged into it a little bit, but not really. But he was like, we're here for, you know, he sidetracked it. And at the end I was like, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. I, I had to like, they were making me ask it. He's never spoken to me again after that moment. And we didn't even get the answer that we wanted. And ever since to this day, like they'll bypass me if they see me on a record. Oh. And I'm Tyler Perry, I am sorry. My job was on the line. And it hurts me because it was like, I learned that you don't want to up relationships at the end of the day, because these are relationships that they go on beyond this job. They go on beyond this interview. And it's like, is it worth it? Is it and worth it's, it? It's not. It's not. And the other thing that people need to, because you you have hit on so many cylinders at this moment. And the other thing that people need to remember is that one publicist may have five other clients. Exactly. And those five other clients ain't going to with you because that publicist of said, that moment. Oh, because that of that moment, because of that moment. And it's and like, people and don't it's, forget. They don't forget. I'm telling you, Tyler Perry won't look at me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't God. even audition for him. I'm like, damn. Oh he my hates God. me. It's so bad. And it hurts so bad that I had to do that. And then ever since then, I was like, you know what? It was a learning lesson. Like you said, it was a learning lesson. Cause I'm like, this it is was. a bigger platform and this is more serious. And, and it was so personal. It was yes. such a personal thing. And they had a whole nother rollout plans for it. Not what, you know, we were trying well, yeah. to break. Yeah. And we didn't we even use what we did, what we got. We didn't even use it. That's what happens. I'm all, I'm lucky though. I will say this about E. I'm super lucky in the sense that like, if you have something better, mm -hmm. they'll take it. Like mm -hmm. if I say, yeah, the diet and exercise is fun, but let's ask this and like, right. let's get this. So like, right. you like, cause a lot of times what happens is when you go to a red carpet, by the time you get there with the questions, they already have the B-roll picked. They already have the angle that they wanted to go in and they've just given you the questions to fill in the blanks. Right. I don't want to be a salacious reporter. I know I'm just not that. Cause I've been on the other side of the, of the mic and I know what it feels like to be, drugged yes. or dragged or canceled or whatever, you know, I wouldn't want that for any of my friends. So I would always advise to take the Ellen route. And I always want people to come to me because they know it's safe. And that's one thing that 106 was too. 106 in Park was safe. So 100. Like, it was safe. It was safe. But anyway. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. 
comfortable. Ah. Can I tell you the worst thing that I've ever witnessed? What? Oh my God. You guys, I'm going to tell you this story. Because everybody, again, red carpets are not glamorous. It's actually the least favorite thing for me to do. I like a, I like, if it's a red carpet, like a universal red carpet, like the Fast uh-huh. and the Furious, because they have that a was fun. up. That, that was, was fun. fun. That, that was, was fun. fun. Yeah, that was yes. fun. That was fun, girl. That was fun. I like those moments. Like mm-hmm. when they're like, Universal always gives you good carpet and they give you yeah. a pedestal and like, fun. it's like old school. It's like people all around. Yeah. But if it's not a universal, you know, <laughs> situation, you're like packed like rats and you're stuck next to everybody. You're all, it's hot. It's like, it's, it's not what you think it is. You're screaming out names. Come talk to me. Come talk to me. 100%. (laughs) And I went to this one. It was essence. I think it was the 50th anniversary of women in power. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And this is one of those events where. In LA. In LA. At the BHH. At the BHH. And, and Oprah and Lupita Nyong'o were there. And wait, King. And wait, I was there. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This wasn't the year. Wait. This wasn't the year. Okay. This okay. wasn't the year. This year was, this was this past year. Oh, And, okay. you know, it was a big deal because it's all about Black women celebrating other Black women. And this year, the cast of Pose was nominated. Billy Porter was on the carpet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a big deal to like... yeah. yeah, yeah. Finally, trans women are being, you know, involved in something yeah. that we should have been involved in from the dawn of time. But, yeah. you know, it's a big deal, you know. So the week that that happened, Gail King had had that interview, interview with Lisa Leslie. And again, in her defense, a producer mm-hmm. was probably like, you have to ask this question. You have Gail. to ask the question. And Gail was like, you know what? It's CBS. I'm just going to ask the question. And I know what it feels like. And I just told you guys, yeah. like, sometimes your hand's on the water and you can't really figure it out. Yeah. And I'm sitting next to this girl. She is a Latina and she's beautiful. And her producer is a white man. And he's like, you got to ask what you thought about, you know, blah, 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 about the Kobe question and Gail. Like, you have to ask that question. And the girl was flipping out. And I looked at her and I said, hey, I know I don't know you, but I'm black and gay and I can ask anything and I'm not asking that. Right. She was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm like, do not ask that to anybody. I'm telling you. She was like, I don't know what to do. So I turned to her producer. I'm like, yo, you're setting this girl up to be like slaughtered here. Right. Okay? Right. So he was like, she's got to ask it. So I was like. I'm going to tell you who to ask it to. I'm right. going to bump you and I'm going to tell you who to ask it to because you asked the wrong, you asked the wrong person you're at the right time. You're ne- you're going to get it. Oof. So I'm like watching people come down, watching people down, down. I see Lonnie Love coming in Uh-oh. and I'm like, you know what? Ask Lonnie. Lonnie uh-huh. actually knows where you are. She will diffuse the situation and tell you that that's disrespectful in the nicest way possible. Then your producer will see it. And then, you know. Point blank done. Point blank done. That's all you needed. Lonnie forgot <laughs> her bag at the check-in table. And another woman came up. And it wasn't Lonnie. If Lonnie just hadn't forgot her bag, it would have been fine. 
and when I tell you, but she asked the question to the next person, but did she not know that wasn't Lonnie Love? No, she knew, but her producer was like, you have to ask the question. And I had set it up to where Lonnie would come. I was pointing to Lonnie to go to her first, not to me, just go to her first. When I tell you, you, they give you four minutes on a carpet. This woman sat there for seven minutes and let her have it. But you know what I get from that story though, Justin? What I get from that story is you were looking out for somebody else that was on the carpet and you, because you're, you're, you're a vet on the carpets now, you know, you knew better to save somebody else. A lot of people won't do that. No. That's why you're great. A lot of people won't do that. A lot of bitches will see we'll you let struggle. you sink. Yes. And then we'll get the interview and then be like, can you believe that guy from E ask you that? Like literally. <laughs> There's a whole reality show on the red carpet. There's a whole show. <laughs> cause it's so much fun. And then we don't have it anymore cause of this freaking quarantine COVID pandemic sh- stuff. Right? No, you can sit on this thing. Like, you mean I don't have to wait three hours ahead of time before the carpet actually starts waiting for the in and out truck, you know? I actually got my Uggs underneath my gown type of situation. <laughs> people don't want to Do hear us talking it? about red carpets anymore. I think, no, I think Do people they? love it. People love to get the inside scoop because it's interesting. People always say, oh my God, your job looks so fun. I'm like, I'm on TV every day for 42 minutes live. I can't take anything back. So if I say it, it's in the atmosphere right. and Twitter will have a field day with me. I love live though. I love live. I hate pre-record. The last time I did daily pop, I didn't even know it was live. And I was. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think it was? I don't remember. I thought it was like, oh, we're going to pre-record this and then they're going to air it later on. And I even hit the producer later and I was like, can we edit out this part? They're like, Roxy, that was live. I'm like, you know what? Even better. Don't even worry about it. It's okay. Let it live. Let it live. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> it's okay. Don't even worry okay. about it. I was like, damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I don't I even love that what day. You weren't, it's fun. Oh, you weren't, you weren't, yeah, you weren't on that day. So, Mm-mm. but anyway. I was in Mexico. You be living your best life. Can I be friends with your friends? Because you stay on a jet. You stay on a beach. You know why though? Let me tell you why I figured it out early on. Because you're everybody's husband. I'm everybody's husband, but also I don't have a man or a child. I'm not married. And I, t- I don't let me tell you why. I don't have a man or a child either, and I'm not in Mexico. Right? <laughs> but let me tell you why. Because everybody always has room for one extra, they don't have room for a couple. Okay. So I'm going to um, object because <laughs> I don't have a man and I don't have no kids. But you want to know why I'm not in Mexico? Why I'm not on private jets? Why? Because I, I got to get the eggplant in order to go. <laughs> oh, so, no. No, you don't. I see you and Jalissa live, living your best lives, hiking in bathing suits. Bitch, we're hiking with towel. rattlesnakes. We're not with a margarita with with the, the nice Pacific Ocean right there, blue and stuff. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. It was pretty scary to go to Mexico. In California, I will say... of the people here are of mass mandate, you know, mind process. You know what I mean? Like people are wearing Mm -hmm. their masks, you know, when they get up to go to the bathroom at a restaurant, they throw on it on. Like it's, you never have to remind anybody and you're not giving anybody looks. When you get to a foreign country, you forget that not everybody is from California. A lot of the people are from Arizona, which is around the corner. 
Texas, it only takes an hour and 45 minutes to get to Cabo and all of these other places. And it's strange that like when you go there, you just end up with this anxiety that not everybody believes in the mass thing. Yeah. And not everybody really enforces it. So I'm sitting there just giving the eye to people like, are you going to put that mask on? <laughs> and like, I, it was, it was upsetting me and my homegirl because we like, damn, we just trying to get yeah. a margarita. That's how it was in Utah, though, when we went to Zion. Like, nobody, Utah is like, so what? Like, y'all think that's real? Y'all really think that's real? I'm like, uh, yeah, people dying. That's so, why I'm not going anyway. home for Christmas. You're not going to go home? I'm too scared. I like, and I get comfortable. I'm not even worried about anybody else because like, at this point, like, I will wear my mask. I'm Gucci, but give me two margaritas or a bourbon. And I'm like, hey, girl, let's kiss. Right. Like, you know, I get too willy nilly. Oh, I got to go home. I can't help it. I got to go home. I'm, I'm going to go home, but then I'm going to stay home. I'm not going out. I'm going to stay in the vicinity of mm. where I got to go. I don't go out. Justin, when do you see me out? When's the last time you ever see me out? We don't go this out. Is, no, no, we don't go out. But when we go home, that one homegirl calls us. No, we'll meet. I'm not mm -hmm. going out. No, mm -hmm. you got to come and see me. I'm not coming to see you. Mm -hmm. Basically. Oh, that old, that ex-saint player calls you and says, hey, I heard you home. I saw on your Instagram. You said who? The ex who? Saints player calls. Uh-huh. I know all about that. What ex? No, I never dealt with no saint player. A pelican? No. LSU. No. <laughs> Try to I'm get trying to catch me. you in something. You really are. Look, a vet can't fool a vet, okay? Look, <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. I'll tell you what I'm guilty, but no, not on not on that one or none of those teams. Oh my god. Can we talk a few hot topics before we go? Okay, because yes. we got we, all up into our jobs. I know we got we're into our jobs and stuff like that. We got deep into our jobs. Look, first of all, as you know, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry signed a $100 million deal with Netflix, allegedly, to bring them docu-series, to bring scripted series, children's programs, and people online, not a lot of people, but a few people have been saying that Meghan and Harry may be the new B and J. What you got to say about that? That they're not the next Jay-Z or Beyonce. That's for damn sure. No, <laughs> negative. Oh. Not happening. I want to say I want to find me a man like Prince Harry that's me willing too. to get stripped from all of his accolades, just right? gives up family life, just got stripped from all his military coins. Like they're telling him he can't even wear his medals. Like that, that never happened. And he's but like, you I, know love what? My wife. I love my wife. I love my wife. I love my wife. They're not the next Jay Z Beyonce. But I will say this, I think that they have cornered a market and they have come to LA, not at the right time, but people are dying to work with them because they come with a little bit of cachet. And I think Meghan Markle is a very smart and wise woman. And I think her husband that she met in London, who was a Brits, was ready to get out of that royal life. I think he's honestly always wanted to be a normal person. His mother 
loved being Baby, one you're with not you're not normal in Montecito. You're not you're not normal. But you're normal <laughs> in, in Bel Air. <laughs> you're, you're not normal. normal. You're not you're normal, normal when you're right now. Your BFF is Oprah. No, you're not normal. Okay. <laughs> I, I just I don't know. I felt like I thought that they were gonna get away from Hollywood and now they're all the way in Hollywood. And I'm all for great quality content, you know, if that's what they're gonna give to Netflix, you know, because Lord knows Netflix needs some help because they didn't get the memo with cuties. Oh. I don't know what the hell they was doing with that. Ooh. But it's just I'm I'm all for everybody for securing a bag, but are they the next Jay-Z and Beyonce? I don't think so, but they are power couple. I'll give them but that. But they had to make a living. They had to come back in Hollywood is what she knew. He didn't all, know anything else. All they needed is one book and they would have lived off that book for the rest of their lives. But you know what? They needed to continue to live up to what they're used to. So I understand Amen. why the contracts are what they are and the need to get the coin because they're not getting it from the family anymore. So it's like, you got to live. I get it. You got to live. You got to live. live in the valley. You don't got to live in Santa Barbara. If you had a choice. I would live, live in Santa Barbara. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying. By the way, that would be some shock for him. Like, hey, we're going to move out of Kensington Palace. We're going to move down the street from my homegirl and my mom in Woodland Hills. And Listen. he would have been like, wait, what? Woodland Hills has some great gated communities. You know, you got Hidden Hills right here. You got Cala Bassis right over there. Kardashian Bassis right around the corner. Kardashian Bassis, you know, they're now moved <laughs> to Hidden Hills. You know, there's some great acreage out here in the valley. Right. Um, did you watch Black is King by any chance? I did. Oh my gosh. I'm kind of nervous for her. Why? I don't know how she's going to outdo herself. After Homecoming and then Black is King, like for myself, I'm like, yo, you kind of moved that bar really high. And I know no one else is trying to chase that bar but you. Mm -hmm. But this was some bullshit. If I was any singer coming after her, I would be like, what am I going to do? You can't come after her. That's afterward. That's first and foremost. Don't even try. Don't even try. You can aspire to one day be nope. as great. You can nope. watch her platform and take notes on the blueprint. Look, nope. there's only one Michael Jackson. There's only one Justin Bieber. There's only, and I don't even, you know, at this time, there's only one Beyonce, you know? Yes. So it's like, she will outdo herself, though. We're going to have this conversation. She's going to go to the moon. She's going to go to space. She's going to outdo. It's going to be something so outlandish that we're going to be like, oh. It's going to be crazy. God. It's going to be crazy. But she will outdo herself. One thing's for sure. She will outdo herself. The one thing I often, like, question is, uh, at what point do you welcome competition? Like, I almost feel like in order for me to be great, I just need somebody up here who like, like I often like to date men who make more money than me and who are a little bit more driven than me because I feel like it gives me a little bit of- It's motivational. It's yeah. motivational. At this point, you've got all the money in the world. You're married to one of the biggest names in hip hop and pop culture. Her motivation is seeing other young women that she truly believes in, like Chloe and Holly, like <sighs> Haley, like upbringing yes. them and helping them achieve to be the best and have the platform and the way and the red carpet and the rose petals and everything to make it easier for them. I think that's what motivates her. I think her children motivate her and 
If you think right. we're not going to see Blue Ivy singing, we are going to see that little girl doing something. You know what I'm saying? I think she gets motivated by the next generation, the next and, generation. Yeah, and, and out topping herself. Like, what can I do next? What am I going to do next? Because no, Beyonce right. never needed like how Brandy and Monica played off of each other and like they were each other's motivation at that time in music, yeah. even though it was too different. But you had that friendly competition kind of back. Was it friendly? trying to be nice after the verses i thought you know we're gonna like, like, i watched that verses i can still feel the shade that was so good it was so good it was so good i love that versus is keeping it to this other generation this generation that was above us you know or the generation that was with us it's not going it's not skewing way too young it's kind of giving light Mm -hmm. to artists that haven't gotten their roses versus is giving roses to artists that are still here And that's so important. But what I need them to do, I need them to get creative. I need one member of Jodeci and one member of Boys to Men. And I need y'all to sit and go back and forth and then get Drew Hill. They could do Drew Hill right now with who? They're gonna be 2K. I'm still waiting for the, the Joe and Brian McKnight versus, you know, I'm waiting for that. Joe and Tyrese versus that I'm waiting for that. Get me Montel Jordan on the phone. Montel ain't got the hits that those men have. Montel have a, oh, you're right, you're right. Robin Thicke doesn't even have, it's a different type of hits that he has. It's a different type of hits. It's different, it's. By the way, Brian McKnight, Brian McKnight gonna take Joe out in two seconds. That, I don't think that would happen. You forget that Joe has all of those G unit bangers that he did. You forget he had the one he did with Mariah Carey oh, and I Britney Spears. Yeah, all of that. And he all he oh. got to do is drop the power soundtrack, and we gonna have a whole battle again. You, I mean, oh I just, God, you're I'm, right. Maybe I'm biased because that's you know whatever, but still. Okay, I'm gonna say a name. Tell me the first person in your mind who could actually battle with this person. Okay. Drake. Chris Brown. Yes, Nicki Minaj. Hmm. Nikki is actually, she's, she's, wow. Although she would take Lil' Kim down, it would be a good match. But see, I would see Foxy and Lil' Kim together. I wouldn't even do Nikki, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I would want to see the same generation with generation. Okay. And Nikki just came out at a time when nobody was doing music. So her, her catalog is crazy to even say Nikki and Cardi is like, but Cardi hasn't spent as much time in the game as Nikki. It doesn't have to say anything about their talent. It's just the the amount of, of work. So Nikki's just Nikki's actually in the league of her alone. She would you would have to put her in a generation above her with like a, a Foxy or a Kim. But then I want to see Foxy and Kim go together. Or Remy Ma. But even that's even even then it's kind of it's kind of Remy got reaching. two or three. Um, Missy Elliott. I want to see Missy Elliott against ooh that's a hard one because oh, Missy got them all. Ciara could hold up. But they worked so many together, but yeah. That's the thing, but you'd have yeah. to give some to Ciara, you have to get some to Missy. Yeah. I think they can go together. They can go together. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be a weird battle. Missy Elliott and Busta Rhymes. Oh, y'all, y'all need to put that together. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> Guys, if you don't know what we're talking about, the first <laughs> battles that have been overtaking Instagram during this quarantine, 
have actually been amazing. Epic. You have to check it out. You have Epic. to check out when Teddy Riley it all up. The Riley internet see. is real. The Riley dial-up internet AOL moment was amazing. <laughs> you got to check out, you know, um, another good one was Brandy Monica that just passed. Baby face being shady. Like, it was just, it was, you have to check it out. Um, I loved having you with me today. Thank you for having me. I've been waiting fun. to come and sip tea with you for a while. Thank you Tell for having me. Tell everybody where they can find Cannonball. Cannonball is now streaming all over the place. USANetwork.com, all your streaming networks, Hulu, YouTube, whatever you're doing. Crossing fingers for season two. Make that happen. But most importantly, please go out there and vote this election. Please. Please. So please. well said. We're going to go out and vote. On that note, I love you. Go out and vote. I'll see you next week, everybody. You guys, thanks for listening. And do not forget to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And you can follow me at The Lady Sitter and be sure to come back every week for another pour of your favorite celebrity. <laughs>